Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design the life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's gonna help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. And today I've got a kind of a, an encore interview here. Uh, Greg Young uh, was on the episode or on the podcast back on episode number 20. I looked that up here before we jumped on episode 20. So it's like you're famous. I think we're at this point in the 60s ish time frame as far as the episodes for the Rich Mind podcast. So, yeah, if you want to check out uh, Greg's interview that we did back then, that would be fantastic. We'll try to get that linked up in the show notes as well. But today, just wanted to bring Greg on, trying to test out this new platform, trying to see if this doesn't work a little bit better as far as the uh, creation of the video part. Uh, the audio, if you're listening to this on audio, it probably isn't going to be much different. But uh, if you ever catch us over on YouTube, you can follow me and the Rich Mind podcast on YouTube, uh, searching for my name at, at uh, youtube.com forward slash at Randy Wilson. And you should get and see uh, the Rich Mind podcast there on YouTube as well. And you can follow the videos. Uh, I also post different things uh, that you won't necessarily just catch here on the audio version of the podcast. So, with that all said, all that stupid stuff at the beginning. Greg, dude, I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's, um, you know, we talk every week. So, uh, you know, twice a week is, or twice in this week is going to be even better. So looking forward <laughs> to seeing where this is going to go, man. That's the thing. Yeah, we I, just before we recorded, that's why I said, it's, you know, there's no stress. It's almost like our, our normal, our calls are usually <laughs> on Thursday, just a normal Thursday call. We'll just shoot, you know, shoot a little conversation here and see what comes up. Just sure. not this, this new uh, fan-dangled software. But first <laughs> off, man, I want to tell yesterday, uh, Riley, my son and I, Riley, we went golfing and we, uh, we got paired up with a third, uh, person and that person was from Long Island and nice. yeah, exactly. And so your name, I just wanted to throw that out there right off the bat, <laughs> your name, we were talking about Greg Young yesterday on the golf course, talking about Long Island, uh, tell, Tell I kind of know the story, but I was trying to tell this or talk to this gentleman, right? That was from the area as well. You're from New York, but the whole Islanders, Jets, <laughs> Mets versus the Yankees, Giants, and Rangers, right? Mm -hmm. Tell everybody a little bit about that because that that is interesting. So we had that conversation yesterday on the golf course because we were talking about you. And anyways, I, I'll leave it there. Can you? Go into that. Tell us a little bit about that, what that is and what that means for those of us that aren't New Yorkers. Yeah. So growing up in New York, especially on Long Island, there's usually a divide and it's not like a geographical divide, but it's usually if you're a Yankees fan, typically you're a Giants fan and you're also a Rangers fan. Now, you know, this is not 100 percent, but at the same time, um, you know, on the flip side of that myself, um, you know, I grew up a Mets fan, a Jets fan and an Islanders fan. And there's usually just the way it kind of splits um, those three, um, you know, baseball, football and hockey. Um, they just kind of split Mets, Jets and Islanders usually are paired together. And then the other side, the bad side is the Yankees, Rangers and Giants. Those are usually paired together as well. 
And it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because my wife and I were in Puerto Rico a couple of weeks ago. And there are a lot of New Yorkers in Puerto Rico, just like there are a lot of New Yorkers here in Florida. Mandy, she saw this guy with a tattoo on his back and she wasn't really sure if it was a Mets logo or a Yankees logo because it was pretty far away. And I said, oh, I saw the other side of it. It was a Giants logo with the giant, you know, the football helmet. I was like, pretty sure it's a Yankees logo with the Giants attached to it. And sure enough, he got close enough. I was like, yep, Yankees, Giants. It was actually a really cool tattoo, but it just had the wrong teams on there. So, but yeah, that's just the kind of the split and usually the way it breaks down and uh, growing up on Long Island. So is that something that you're like taught at a young age? Uh, one of the things I talk a lot about on the on the podcast is just the how we're ingrained with things as a young child. And we kind of just grow up with believing certain things, whether it's financial, whether it's education, whether it's all that stuff. Right. So is that just something that was in your household that is like is just like beat into you as a young youngster as far <laughs> as the Jets, the Islanders and the Mets? I mean, is that kind of how it works? So uh, from my experience, the reason I'm a Mets fan is my dad was actually a big Yankees fan. But growing up on Long Island, you know, going to either Queens where the Mets play or the Bronx where the Yankees play, at least back in the 80s, my dad didn't want to take a family of five to Yankee Stadium because it, it was in a worse part of town than uh, where the Mets play was Queens. So he took all of our family to Shea Stadium. And that's where basically me and my brother, we became huge Mets fans. And then from there, um, you know, I have an older brother. So he was a Jets fan. Um, so I kind of became a Jets fan because of him and he took me to games and such. Um, and then same thing with the Islanders. So it just kind of played out that way for me, but, um, I didn't realize that pattern until I think I moved away from New York and I went to college. And then I realized those three, you know, those three pairings, those teams, um, and then the other side, those three pairings and those teams. So it wasn't something that we actively really talked about in New York. It just kind of, that was just the way it was. And then once I moved away, I was like, Oh yeah, there is kind of a pattern there. And as an adult now, I can definitely recognize that pattern, but it's uh, kind of funny looking back. I bet it is. And I can honestly, you are now the third person that I've come in association with. I mean, this guy yesterday for like four hours on a golf course, but same time, right? We had some conversation. Mm -hmm. I've met another gentleman named Joel Solomon. I've had him on the podcast as well. He's from also that area as well. And he's the Yankees side, right? And I verified it with him as well. So it's not just <laughs> something that you're making up. It's mm -hmm. like this guy. So as soon as I brought it up to this gentleman yesterday on the golf course, his name was Mike. You know, as soon as I brought it up to Mike, he's like, yeah, because he's brought up, he's from Long Island. It's like, yeah, I know somebody from up that way. How about, and I started going, I started chanting, Jets, Jets, <laughs> Islanders. And it's like, he, he knew exactly what I was talking about. It was the funniest thing in the whole wide world. So anyways, I just wanted to just start off. You didn't even know I was even going to ask you that, but um, I've been thinking about that all day uh, since that happened yesterday afternoon or yesterday morning. I just, I was looking forward to sharing that with you. So to catch that, that was, that's super cool. So Jets, Mets, Islanders. <laughs> And I don't even know, I, you know, I'm going to root for these guys and I, you know, I don't have any, you know, I don't really even care if I'm Indianapolis, you know, the Colts, if they're any good. Yeah. Great. If not, which is usual. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> right. <laughs> Super excited. So moving on then is, the, so one thing that has happened since our episode on episode 20 was that you've actually launched a podcast as well. I don't think that when we talked the last time we uh, actually got into that. So one thing that I was hoping to maybe do is that obviously I've, I've launched 
the, the Rich Mind Podcast here this year of 2023. And you've also launched a podcast in 2023 uh, mm-hmm. called the All In Mindset Podcast, uh, which once again, we'll leave some uh, links in the show notes and we'll talk about that as well. But one thing I thought might be very valuable for the listener is if they're considering doing something like this themselves, right? Uh, you and I have had di- dialogue almost weekly about what you're doing, how you're doing it, you know, what has worked, what hasn't worked. Do you have any any words of advice for someone that is considering starting a podcast, uh, what to think about, what to uh, consider before hit record like what we're doing today, right? <laughs> Trying out different softwares, uh, just anything, right? There isn't uh uh, I'm not trying to pull out a, a silver bullet by any means, but at the same time, trying to just get some some insights, some uh, things that you've learned through the process of launching your podcast. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think you're right. I think when we did record our first podcast episode, I don't think ours was live, but it was definitely going on in the background. Um, but to answer your question, you know, one of the first things that um, I looked at when I had the idea of, you know, maybe I should be a podcaster is, do I want to do this myself or do I want to do this with somebody else as a you know co-host, a partner, a business partner, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I know you landed on the, you know, the solo host. Um, for me, I'm much, I, I rather work with, you know, a partner and um, not be that lone wolf. Um, you know, I don't think there's a right or wrong. It just kind of fits my personality a little bit better to have somebody else in the room and somebody else I can bounce ideas off of. Um, so for me, that was the one question that I asked and I answered it pretty quickly is, I need a partner in crime to really do this. So that's one thing that I would definitely ask yourself if you're you know, looking to start a podcast is what do you want it to look like? Um, obviously there are a lot of podcasts out there so you can really research um, if you wanna be a solo host. Um, there's plenty of episodes, plenty of podcasts that um, you know, have solo hosts like yourself. I would definitely recommend you know, people listening to your podcast for that reason among other reasons. And then if they're looking to do you know, a podcast with a partner, you know, there's plenty of podcasts out there that have two people co-hosting. Some have three, which I think is a little bit much, but, you know, whatever works for you and whatever is going to make uh, your experience just that much better. And, you know, your comfortability level is uh, really key, um, as you know, right? So you have to be comfortable with what you're doing, how you're doing it, and who you're doing it with, whether it's yourself or or somebody else. The other thing I would say to, you know, starting a podcast is, you know, you're never going to be 100% ready. Uh, I know when we started, we were not anywhere close to 100% ready. We still aren't. Um, But it's just like, yeah, it's just like that book, you know, uh, Ready, Fire, Aim, right? You can't be ready for everything. And if you think you're going to have everything perfected, then you're probably never going to start anything, including a podcast. So just start, hit record. Um, It's going to be bad in the beginning, but you get better and better. And, you know, the whole point is just doing it and getting it out there, not being, you know, the Joe Rogan right out of the gates, right? Yeah, I don't know if we could ever get to be that that Joe Rogan status, right? <laughs> but we're going to keep trying. We're going to keep mm-hmm. trying, keep putting content out there. So one thing that I know the answer to this, but I'm just curious about what your thoughts are as far as uh, audio only. Do you record the video as well? Uh, I know obviously right now we're having this discussion on video that we will then strip the audio from it. How is it that you go about uh, creating your, your content? So we do both at this point, the audio and the video. Um, I will be honest, I don't like the video because um, it's a little more challenging or you have to be more aware of what you're doing with your hands, where are your eyes when you're you know, in a, on a video as opposed to audio. It's just somebody listening to you. So um, there's less pressure to 
look at the camera or make eye contact, but not for too long. There's a lot of those things um, that I'm, you know, I'm still working, working through and, um, you know, struggling with a little bit. But yeah, we decided to do both just so we can basically put some stuff on YouTube on the video and audio. And then obviously our podcast is on, you know, Spotify, Apple podcast for audio only. But yeah, we're, we're kind of tackling both at this point. And going back to my earlier point, ready, fire, aim. I'm definitely not ready to be on video. I know there's a lot of things I need to improve on, but it's just one of those things that um, I'd rather do it and be bad at it than not do it and wonder if I was going to ever be good at it at all. 100%. So we have that conversation, right? I think we've been almost a support staff for each other. Just just get it out there, see what mm-hmm. happens, see what how it, uh, you know, not necessarily be too concerned about the result. Just get it, uh, get, get it out there and see what happens. So uh, as you've continued on through the process, right? That the title, and I've mentioned it already, is the all-in mindset. Can you go into, just tell us a little bit about the uh, kind of the topics within the all-in mindset? If folks are curious about, uh, you know, what you're producing and, and the things that your your partner, you and your partner, Justin, Justin Dorf, are uh, producing over there in the all-in, all-in mindset podcast. Yeah. So our podcast is, you know, basically structured around personal development and mindset. And how how those two things, if you really embrace them and you know focus on them, they can really help you achieve all your goals. You know whatever those are, if they're financial goals, health goals, relationship goals. To us, it's the foundation to achieve any goal. So some of the things that we talk about, you know, we talk about obviously stories from our personal experience, but how they relate to um, achieving goals. Um, we talk about you know uh, addiction, depression self-talk, regrets, all these things that, um, you know, kind of come in mindset and personal development. And we kind of strip them down. We really break them down into um, obstacles because we all look at these things sometimes as obstacles and how to overcome those obstacles to really get those things out of the way and allow you to move down the road and achieve those goals. So yeah, it's really focused on personal development and mindset and how to use those things to really help you yeah achieve all your goals in life and live the life that you really want to live not the one that you know you're settling for yeah 100% so the one thing that i've always enjoyed about listening to you guys is the actionable steps that you give it's like you'll give a high level topic right and you'll and you'll both kind of go back and forth with that topic with your guys's opinions and your experiences but then you'll give some uh, tactical steps on how to improve uh, with whatever the topic is for that particular moment. So I enjoy that that portion a lot. Is that something that you have to put a lot of time into thinking through? Or is that more uh, experiential, meaning you just kind of you, you just kind of roll with it as far as like the experiences you've been with uh, and just bounce that back and forth with each other? Is there again that dynamic of doing it uh, together with somebody where versus me doing it solo, right? It just it makes that a little bit different. It just makes it sometimes probably a little easier, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it definitely does. Um, and I think in the beginning, we kind of uh, just did a free form conversation. Um, I know in the first probably five or 10 episodes, I really didn't prepare like with notes as much as I do now. Um, as far as the experience goes, I think that's the easy part because, um, you know, Justin is 40 years old, I'm 43. So we do have a lot of these, uh, you know, experiences in life, not that we've lived all these, you know, all these many years, but, um, you know, we're not 17. So we, we do have some, uh, you know, life experience. And that's, that's part of the fun of it too, is because Justin has a little bit more education behind him where it comes to uh, mindset and nutrition, which is, you know, things that we kind of tap into as well, um, at least more education than I do. And I have, you know, that real world experience and so does Justin. So he has kind of both of those prongs. 
but I have more of the, I guess the experience. I don't really have the, the formal education of personal development and um, psychology that he does, but, you know, put us together in a room or on a, on a video and we can just talk for a very long time. We go on tangents, we tell stories, but it's all to really give the listener, um, you know, those points that they, that they can take away and really use from, for themselves in their life. Yeah, I love it. So one thing that you also do, and this has really been within the last maybe two, three, maybe maybe the last month, you give uh, like a five minute big topic, right? An actionable step topic. Like you try to deliver it within five minutes on Mondays, right? I don't know if do you call mm-hmm. it something specific, like a five minute or your Monday mindset reset or something like that, right? I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what the title of it is, but I love that part when you, when you, so you guys rotate, you'll do one week and then he'll do the following, right? So that I also enjoy that part of it as well. Has that been uh, uh, hard to do trying to come up with those kind of topics as well? Um, not the topics necessarily. Um, so yeah, it's a five minute Monday mindset where, um, you know, we, we release them every Monday morning um, and just to, you know, get people started with the week, um, you know, on a positive note. The topics are not very hard to come up with because usually it's real life stuff that either I'm dealing with or Justin deals with. But for me personally, talking five minutes straight, that really took a lot of effort. And, um, you know, it it is what it is. I'll say it. Sometimes it takes me, at least in the beginning, it would take me an hour, an hour and a half to record a five minute episode Um, just because I couldn't, you know, uh, get the the continuity down or just whatever, you know, whatever was blocking in my head, I just couldn't kind of get it all out in one shot. So, so it was real interesting. The, what goes on in the the back end of producing a podcast, as you know, um, so five minutes is not necessarily five minutes, but you know, we do put in uh, some time, you know, behind the camera and behind the scenes to, to get these things to you guys. I don't know if I've shared that with you or not, but I actually enjoy those five minute snips on, on Mondays. So yeah, I just wanted to give you a thumbs up for that. Those are, those are pretty cool, but I know based on our conversations that how much effort it goes into producing those five minutes as well. So uh, uh, applaud you as, uh, for that as well. Cause I just know that's, that's uh, uh, doing this behind the camera, right. Hit record and going for it. Sometimes it's not as easy as it might appear on the, on the finished back end. So mm-hmm. yeah, kudos to you for getting that done. So just a little bit of a slight pivot, right? And we'll try to wrap this up here for this uh, episode today. But can you give, uh, so one of the, the big things, the all-in mindset, right, is the health. You talked about health, nutrition, right? You've got a lot of the personal experience versus the classroom book experience, right? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying one's right or one's wrong, but it's like you've taken uh, diverticulitis, if, am I pronouncing that correct? Yep. Okay. So back on episode 20, folks, uh, we talked about this, an issue that you had, diverticulitis, that created or created a sense of urgency within yourself to really go down this journey of health for yourself. And one thing that I am encouraged by you, having gotten to know you for a year now plus, is that your ability to stick to a goal, to a plan, when it comes to your health, when it comes to your wellness, right, is just like, it's over the top. I was just curious, do you have any ideas or any tips or tricks? I mean, health and wellness right now, without health, you, you don't really have much else, right? Any ideas that you can help the listeners with to how do you go about keeping yourself focused, keeping yourself on point, right? With your nutrition, with your, your goals. I know you've done 75 hard, the, the fitness program multiple times, and it's not mm-hmm. something that you do that's easy, right? Anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it back to you, but is there anything that you do, whether it's in your mindset, right? Uh, self-talk, uh, books that you read, 
anyways, I'll, I'll see what you come up with as far as an answer for that. But what, what is it that keeps Greg Young on point when it comes to his health and nutrition? Um, so I think you nailed it when you said, you know, I had that that issue in, in 2021 when I was in the hospital. And honestly, it really it scared the crap out of me because um, aside from breaking a bone playing sports, I'd never been in the hospital before. So it's really scary when you have something internal wrong because, you know, they're, it's internal, right? Like you can't see it. You can't really, you can kind of feel it, but it's not very, not as tangible as going in with like a broken ankle for, for example. Right. So, um, so that really scared me and just changed my life forever because I realized that I never want to be in the hospital like that again. And in reading some books and listening to personal development, I realized, you know, there's a couple of different ways that you can approach, uh, having a goal or a big why, right? So you can either run away from the pain, which is, hey, I don't want to be in the hospital anymore or ever again. So that was one of the first things that entered my mind is, well, I'm never coming back here again. What do I need to do to change that? And then the other thing is, is running towards the positive side, right? Like, what can I turn my life into? How can health, how can I embrace health and really make myself healthy on the inside and not necessarily for looks or vanity, which if you do, that's totally fine. But for me, it was, I really want to be healthy on the inside so I can, um, you know, play sports and, and travel and not really be hindered by um, a physical ailment, whether it's internal or external. So that was the biggest thing for me is kind of realizing my why. And I think I had two of them. I was running away from that pain and then running towards what's possible and what can I make possible. And like you said, health is a foundation. And I really took that seriously because I kind of realized that uh, 41 years old in 2021, that I wasn't invincible and something inside my body wasn't working properly. And I had no control over it whatsoever. But I know when I left the hospital, that's when I got the con control back. And I never wanted to give up that control moving forward. And you've had huge success, right? Do I understand that correctly? Like 60 pounds you've lost in the mm -hmm. last 24, 36 months. Is that about right? How long it's been? Yep. Yeah. Since the beginning of 2020, uh, down about 60 pounds and uh, maintain that. And um, and yeah, like I'm just talking about, I just really dove into health and nutrition, um, books, podcasts, 75 hard you mentioned. Yeah. Just trying things out and and doing different things and really trying to stay uh, consistent and committed. And, you know, if you want to dive into those two topics, we can talk to that, talk to them as well as uh, regarding the health, if you'd like. Yeah. So is there any, uh, do you use, so it's like, uh, I know like the whoop band, right? People wear those sometimes, or there's different apps, there's different just stuff, right? Is there anything like that external that you use to kind of help you keep on track or is it more uh, self-guidance, right? Keeping yourself on, on point. So um, more self-guidance for me anyway. Um, I'm a little bit, I don't know why, but I'm a little bit old school. I don't really have any of those devices or um, wearables or anything like that. So I keep track of everything usually with um, either a spreadsheet or um, I track my habits with a, an app called Habit Share. Um, I believe that's the name of the app. But yeah, you basically track your habits um, for consistency to stay committed to, you know, kind of, um, it's a good reminder of, what do I need to do today? And then behind that is, well, why am I doing it? And like I said, my why is I don't want to be unhealthy. I want to be healthy. I want to see what I can do with uh, my body and, and you know, kind of create a cool life, you know? Yeah, of course. Is there one, I'm just, I'm going to hold you to one, right? Is there one thing that you can like, that's made the biggest difference as far as, uh, basically just losing the 60 pounds, right? I know it's probably people use the term nutrition, right? But was it 
eliminating one thing and, and doing more of something else? Is there one thing that kind of made the biggest difference uh, in terms of you having that much success? Yeah, for the so for the weight loss, I would say it was it was mostly diet. You know, a lot of I know a lot of people talk about working out and burning calories, and um, you know, as somebody who plays sports, um, you know, I'm not an athlete, but I'm athletic, or at least I was, and now I'm becoming athletic again. That may have helped a little bit, but for me, it was diet because I know I was eating, you know, not the healthiest way that put me into the hospital. But once I changed my diet, I literally started feeling better. The pounds just melted away. And it was just a no brainer because knowing what I know now, you know, whatever we put into our body, it's either going to, you know, help us or hinder us or probably be neutral. And I was really stuck in that neutral or hinder stage, you know, going into the hospital. But when I got out, I really took to what's going to help my body. What does my body need? Really went down that road very hardcore. And so for me, it's, it's just diet and staying consistent. Uh, Consistency is key with any goal that you're, you know, looking to achieve. whether it's weight loss or, you know, being a good husband, being a good father, whatever it is, you have to be consistent or it's never going to stick. So uh, for me, that was the two things. It was diet and consistency. That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you sharing that, Greg. Uh, as we've gotten to know each other, right? I tell you almost every week, right? But I'm going to say it right now in public to everyone. that It's just so cool that you've been able to do that on such a consistent basis, right? I, I admire you for being able to do that because it's not easy. It's probably one of the hardest things in the whole wide world is to stay consistent with some kind of a nutrition plan. But having the scare that you did is it really is... Uh, transformed, right? The way you approach and look at life uh, from a health and wellness standpoint. So kudos to you to being able to do that. And then now you're sharing it out there on the, on the all in mindset uh, podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So that's super cool. So if folks out there listening are like, Greg is the man, which folks he is, where is it? What's the best place? Where can they find the podcast? Where can they get in touch with you? Uh, Do you have anything else uh, that you'd like to share with folks here as we wrap up today? Yeah. So the easiest way to get hold of me is Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Um, you can look me up by my name. It's pretty easy. The podcast itself, like we mentioned, it's on YouTube. Um, also on all the major platforms, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts are probably the two biggest ones, audio ones. Um, and then if anybody from your audience wants to email me directly, I'm happy to talk about anything we talked about here, mindset, health, goals, uh, my email is greg at all-inmindset.com. Well, folks, uh, take Greg up on that. He has been uh, a great friend of mine. We've really gotten to know each other over the last, it's been over a year now, right? So we just have a great time. Uh, you're just a great guy, uh, full of wealth, of wealth of knowledge, and just really willing and able to help a lot of folks out there in terms of finances, as well as mindset, as well as personal development and health and all that, right? So folks, (laughs) reach out to Greg and get a hold of him on the socials and uh, find the All In Mindset podcast. Search for that on your uh, local app and uh, start following them as well there. So Greg, I appreciate your time today, man. I appreciate you going through this little bit of an experiment with me here with this new (laughs) software. We'll see how it turns out. But yeah, definitely appreciate it. We'll definitely get you back on again sometime soon. Thanks, Randy. Always a pleasure, man. As always. So folks, go out there, have a fantastic day. And until the next episode, appreciate you being here. Bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. 
and you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself and become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. Thank you.